All right. I'm back with my guest, Suvin Conchi. Third, this is your third time on the podcast, I think, right? We did one by yourself and then two kind of like group setting thing, right? Or, oh, Hunter. 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 That's right. And then this is number three. Yep. Number three. Yep. So welcome back. Been glad, here. Glad to be back. Trying some whiskeys and whatnot. Mm, very um, tasty, y'all. Yeah. What is this one's Pendleton. Pendleton? Is it called Twelve Year or is it just uh it's Pendleton Rye. It says nineteen ten on it and it's a hundred percent rye. It is very good. Highly very recommend. good. Pick it up at your local good liquor store because right. your normal corner stores don't have this type of whiskey. Yeah, or it might be like some hidden thing that they have. So yeah. Right. So you gotta get all buddy buddy with them. Right. <laughs> or go to the corporate big box liquor store. <laughs> readily available so before we get into what i had planned up there for us to talk about Mm. you know i'll just kind of ask you if you had anything in mind that you wanted to talk about or anything you wanted to um bring to attention before we get too deep Mm. in everything else no nothing comes to mind at the moment (laughs) okay that's all simple then (laughs) So before the uh, before we started recording this podcast, we watched one of my favorite Black Mirror episodes that I've seen. I think like that was my fourth time seeing that. Mm, okay. And every the every time I watch it, it adds like an extra dimension, you know. Yeah, because you what, pay attention to something new, you find yeah, out something new I that think you weren't looking at. Probably everything needs to be watched at least like two times, at like even more than that because. Like a big part of storytelling is the foreshadowing that you won't, you don't get until, unless you're like a super genius, you get it at the end of the movie and you're like, oh yeah, I remember when he did that and that makes sense for now. Mm -hmm. And if you're like really paying attention, you can do that like on the first watch. Yeah. yeah, 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 Even then Mm -hmm. you'd have to admit that the second go through, you see more stuff and you're like oh yeah. yeah like this makes so much more sense i agree because like uh, upon like your first watch it's gonna be like um you're just trying to understand like the storyline plot and everything yeah once characters get, exactly once you've got that on on the next watches like that's already there so then you can like pay attention to other things kind of like maybe like how what's going on in the background of the scene or yeah whatever, right or something so yeah. like um when we were watching um Mason's Rats. Um, oh yeah, Love of Sex and or Love, Death and Robots. Right, that's the episode. Um, uh, at the end, the mouth that was on the stretcher gave a thumbs up. I didn't notice that the first time I watched it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, I, I know the, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what what does that like mean to the story for you? Like that's just an extra thing you. Yeah, saw? this is a thing like oh, I okay. didn't pay attention to upon the first watch. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like. Um, so first off for the black mirror episode we're watching if you're a black mirror fan or want to get a good idea of what we're talking about here it's called uh 15 million merits it has um let me go ahead and look up his name so i can at least try to um butcher his last name um the dude from get out star of nope um he did queen and slim his name is daniel I guess it's just Kahlua, but yeah, it's with think, two U's, yeah, so it, it I would has say Kahlua. Yeah, ka, yeah, it's obviously like of African descent. Right. But um, so sorry if I am saying it wrong. 
or you made you made an effort and yeah you, right yeah so so um but yeah everyone knows him as the get out guy you know right and um just he's a good british actor indeed and has been sprinkled throughout a bunch of projects right so um his episode which first off let me if we're gonna just kind of start about black mirror do you know what a black mirror is no i don't i don't know so if that's like the origination of something yeah so it's a reflection of yourself or it's a your cell phone, phone. Oh. right which is kind of i think is just like their little i don't think it has a lot to do with the whole uh like aspect of making the shows mm-hmm. but i think like it is like that subtle play like I mean, because the TV screen is a black mirror yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know? okay. So yeah. it's or like the screen, screen is the yeah, black right, mirror. Yeah, the screen generally. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. I mean, like we do consume a lot of stuff, and like black mirror is really good. Like I was telling you, like how like even though it's not our time, like you can yeah. envision like there being a time like that that, that, that happens. Yeah. yeah. So um, so in this episode there are um, which. From seeing Black Mirror, I think this is also one of the more um, easier ones to kind of grasp the concept mm. of. Yeah, okay. But then still not fully. Like, there's still so many layers to it, you know? Oh, it's yeah, just yeah that, without a doubt, yeah. Yeah, so, like, first watch for you um, and for me was more like, okay, yeah, like, we're all working for, like, this money and then spending it on what makes us happy and mm-hmm. then, like, um, they give you the archetypes, which was the the douchebag that was right oh, next to him. Those are personality archetypes, right? Like personality oh. archetypes of like what people do, pretty much their money for, you know. Yeah, like okay. what? And then so you could say that girl. Okay, let's start with the douchebag. Was just like spending his money and whatever. You right. like you know being a douchebag about right. it. Um, you know, just overall being a douche generally to the people also there. And that's the dystopian part where, um, like any human can just like lacks complete, like empathy and like compassion for everyone. And Mm -hmm. it's just like him doing his thing and it's, it's my job. I'm doing it. And this is your job. So you need to do it better or Mm -hmm. whatever. Right. There's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, clear lack of empathy. So, yeah. (laughs) And then, so the ginger is um like a guy that lacks um almost like self-confidence he finds his confidence in his money and in what he can like purchase with that money right Mm. because he's buying the new things for his little avatar yeah yeah and it all means nothing but other than that he was able to buy it right right? and also okay go go uh finish the architecture just to finish the third girl um girl that's in love she didn't Mm. spend money being in love Mm. But she had, like, the ambition to, like, I think her archetype is more the jealousy yeah, uh, that would keep people drive. It's like, these are the three things that keep you hooked to the society. You know, like, you're the type, you're the either the type of dude that just wants to do your job. Like, mm-hmm. this is your job. You're a douchebag about uh, it. Yeah, and, okay, like, okay. you get what you want because uh-huh. you do your job. And, right, yeah. Okay. Like I said, and then the ginger dude, he needs his job because he wants to make himself look good. And if he has the money, he can mm-hmm. buy okay. things for him to make himself look good, feel better. Right. The third girl, if she ha- only has the job because she wants to make herself seem better than the other girl. 
Mm. Not not that's not laced throughout the whole story, no, but it's not. it gets to that like, point that's the where vibe that you get, yeah, 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 where she's like, "Oh, I just want to be her so yeah. bad that like yeah. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to yeah. like keep going." Right? Because you can even see her reactions like when on it's called Top Shot, right? That show. Oh the yeah, uh, Hot Shot, Hot yeah. Shot, right? Okay. Right. Um. So yeah, like when when the douche and um the other the the ginger the ginger yeah um were like all like celebrating she didn't right. have any reaction at all like, yeah you could tell on like both she, times yeah too. exactly and, yeah uh, i wouldn't say she didn't have any feelings like you could tell she felt uncomfortable right yeah and if that's for the that i don't think it's meant like the i don't think the story is meant for her to like fully even concept the big picture like um the main character did oh right yeah, yeah daniel yeah. and then um, it's more just for her to be like, uh, like I, I get what he's saying, but God, I wish that was me, you know, right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then the main character, Daniel Kluwa just, um, purchases a ticket to go on, um, which is their spoof of, um, American Idol or, yeah. um, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent is yeah. the main one. And, um, he gifts it to this girl that he fell in love with yeah. through hearing a singing voice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, I think they're all just like, like type of mind states that you can get in to do like things you, that like normal humans probably wouldn't do, you know, like normal people wouldn't spend $15 million on like uh, someone else going to do something that could change their life, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, normal people shouldn't be so, like, hyped up about work that they just want to do work all the time yeah, and, exactly. you know, make money and all that. Yeah. It's just, I think it's more like showing what can make people act outside of themselves. And then um, towards the end, it gets to a point where, um, like, people are kind of, like, a slave to that society. Oh, for sure. You definitely get that. Right. Because um, they... They don't know what they're powering. They're in this huge tower. Yeah, exactly. They don't see what they're affecting. They just know, like, they got to do it for whatever reason. Yeah, and that was the thing, like, I was wondering when they are talking about, like, what is this broader thing? Because we only got a micro view of the thing. Like, at the end, I was right, like, yeah. we don't even know, like, what the outside, like, nature. Does this place even have nature or anything? Right. So. And, and then that's, like, what I told you is, like, storytelling-wise, shitty ending. Like, yeah. terrible. You don't understand anything. You need, like... Right. Two to three more movies just to even like <laughs> clear up the first part, right? <laughs> right. But poetically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see where it's it like across, there's still the, no resolution. No. Like that's what what you mm. felt at the end was what he felt uh-huh. staring out of the fucking screen of the right. fake landscape. Yeah, right? and then like because of the origami, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it. So right, um, oh yeah. So there's there you have that. So maybe like yeah, like you said, it's unresolved. So. Right. Yeah. So, there, yeah, there's that unresolved feeling. It lingers in you, but it gets to a point where, like, these people are... Um, so, at the end, like, I'm trying to think of it now, now not to try to spoil it. Right. But um, <laughs> at the end, it gets to... I'll, I'll say this, like, comparing the parallels or talking about discussing the parallels that are um, made from that episode and real life oh huge um, carryover for yeah sure. and then the main one at the end is like a being a youtube vlogger 
Oh, yeah, that didn't even uh, occur to me. But yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see his same situation where um, that's why I have Carpetbagger under there because I was thinking mm. of this. Um, Carpetbagger is one of my favorite YouTube videos. Jacob the Carpetbagger. Check him out on YouTube. And I'm no way dissing the name of Jacob. And I love him. And if this ever gets to him in his little <laughs> corner of the universe, please come on my podcast. Do it. <laughs> so, um, but he was on there on his uh, YouTube channel explaining uh, about like how he, he like experienced putting out daily videos mm. and this is a travel vlogger. So he put out daily videos of where he was going and he got that instant like audience feedback. Right. And he, he like, quote unquote fell in love with it that's the wrong term to use it's not like he was in love with that feeling but he liked that people would engage with him and say oh well you're there you should go check this out or like mm. you know right. why didn't yeah, you do yeah. this or uh, whatever right yeah that aspect of it the interaction part yeah but he fell in love with it and then like he talks about when he had to quit his job and at that point like you once you quit your job for a creative type of like it's real yeah like a creative type of outlet like that like a youtuber or like i guess any podcasters that would be out there quitting their jobs it's like that's when it becomes real and it's like okay well now you're a slave to that craft like Mm -hmm. even more how you would probably be a slave to a corporate company yeah because um you know like your whole livelihood is now riding on it and you have Mm -hmm. to these people want to see you now and yep. you're now as a social slave to like the black mirror, you know? So I would say probably people allowed it to get that way, but now people are also like finding the balance in it. Well, also. it's definitely not naturally that way. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. There, but that's what like, it turned into as a result right. of like people trying to game the algorithm or the algorithm right, gaming yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. So well, that's what it turned into. And that, that becomes the main reason why people do drop like daily videos or yeah, yeah, even exactly, like to stay um, relevant for, for yeah. the algorithm. Right. But then also people realize like it's not sustainable in the long run. So they're yeah. taking a step back. Maybe like, two videos a week instead of like daily videos. Right. But so I guess it would that make them, are they more than a slave to the algorithm than to the, their fans? I would say they probably more enjoy doing whatever they do, especially the ones that I follow and who like understand, like you said, are they going to be like uh, a slave to the black mirror or not? And yeah. some people, especially people who are old enough, they're able to understand that if they're like, a younger person you may not necessarily have come to that realization but right, older yeah. people they've definitely like been around long enough and to realize also before internet was like prevalent yeah you yeah, know exactly. so like you kind of see like both sides of the mm-hmm. you know yeah i guess so in a way you become in in love or obsessed with trying to please these people that um like you for yes. good reason right they don't they're not like well i mean i guess in some cases like jackass people they're not like other than that they're not wanting you to like hurt yourself or do something no, stupid yeah or, you they know, genuinely want you to see keep you doing, succeed. they just want to see you be yourself yeah be like yourself your, and your like personality succeed. yeah exactly but in that you inadvertently become a slave to the algorithm because 
if you want people more of those people to make you feel like that you have to obey the algorithm you know uh again i would say yes and no i would say if you're coming up you're definitely going to be more of a slave to that once you've established Uh, yourself yeah yeah, yeah. you don't really have to worry about that yeah that's true too we're just not established yeah you definitely have to hustle to establish yourself but once you've done that you can actually then begin to take a step back and yeah and kind of uh dissociate with that yeah but either way, it still feels like uh, just a weird reality that these people have to, like, you know, meet a quota or, like, whenever you see people doing, like, ad reads on whatever, they're, like, you know, you got to say Helix Mattress at least three times. Mm. <laughs> so, like, it's so made up and phony that it's just, like, a weird type of thing that these people are being forced to, like, I guess not forced, but they're, like, making themselves meet this quota that like who the fuck told them they had to like do that you know so again this is another yes or no so maybe again like as you're coming up but even not necessarily like people nowadays are just like putting out like hey i got a patreon if you want to support me and then right so that can bypass that also or supplement it depending on how you go about it but i think most people are more comfortable with like having like consistent patreon support versus like any type of sponsor who could drop you whenever and then you're like left scrambling yeah but i guess it's that like at the end of the day you still have to do something or please some sort of group or entity to kind of like make your wave in the water to where you can Mm. even be noticed at that level i would agree with that Cause like when, at what point does it go past the friends and family stage and the like, you know, human connection stage where you just like the only people that are listening are, you know, or watching are people that, you know, met in person. It's like, Oh yeah. Betty Sue watch mm-hmm. my video. Well, so even though like, let's say you like, as an example, you did blow up, like you may not necessarily have that personal connection to them, but like, they would have one with you because again, like you're, you're being, I would generally say if you're going to like be your authentic self or whatever, like personality you put out there, then, um, that's what they enjoy about you. So yeah. there is that part there. That's what keeps them coming back. They like whatever you're putting out there into the, into the world. Yeah. And then, so I guess the black mirror episode would also touch on the fact of like the, um, downfall of being in that position where he kind of like all the work he did f- almost proves for nothing because at the end of the day he's just in a bigger box of like with better things you know yeah I didn't even recognize that but yeah that's another yeah right point. so yeah. like and you could see say like you work your whole life become a CEO whatever and then it's like or like even celebrities, they just hit this pit of depression because they realize that like, that's what, I think that's what the penguins for now that I think about it. Okay. Is that even though surrounded by the material things he Uh didn't ask for, he sees that penguin and he says, that's what I really wanted. And there's still that dissatisfaction there that he still doesn't have what he originally wanted Mm, in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said, and in in the monologue that he did, Mm -hmm. he says that they took the only real thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah. I do remember that part. And then, so seeing the penguin references the girl and then he 
has that underwhelming moment and it ends. Right. Wow. You see, that's something I never even like, even, even if that's not what it was meant for, it's still like a thing I never Mm -hmm. even thought it could be meant for until now, Mm -hmm. which makes a lot of sense to me. But another good one is, I guess the one you saw was pretty like accurate of what real life is too, where they have the, I guess it's like Yelp for people. Yeah, and you're like, rating every single thing. Yeah. And you're and then, constantly posting. Uh, uh, yeah. What's called nosedive? Nosedive, yeah. Yeah. And that's another one that touches on like the the being like almost a slave to the social yeah, like, you, aspect of you it. You could think of it as like a parallel to the uh, Chinese social credit system. Oh, they do, have that? Yes, they do have that. What? In China, it's a legit thing. So like they will publicly shame you. So there's like billboards if you've not if you've like had some like traffic fine or something, you're up there. No way. Yeah, they're like like billboards down the highway. Yeah, or like down the street type stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yes. No way. It's there. It's it is now wow. people. This is not some figment. It's now. Yeah. Right. What? I didn't even know that. Really. It's now. Is it? It's so it's on an app too, or what? Yeah. So like, um, if you don't have it, like. Um, in the most basic ways, it won't affect. It'll affect you in that, like you can't get like a taxi or like get onto the bus. And broader schemes, it'll affect you, like you can't get loans or get housing. Oh wow! Yeah, and that's exactly what happens through the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But that's why, like, I kind of felt I didn't need to watch it because I already knew. And right, yeah. the part that I did watch is just so cringy. Yeah, that's kind of th- also like why I gave up on social media is because like. It just makes everyone try hard and own. You're only seeing like a side of the whole story also. Yeah. Just saying that like these people become like their online personalities and then yeah. become obsessed with like doing whatever they can to like mm-hmm. make it look good just from the, from like the outside looking in, you know? Exactly. And that's, that's the whole thing that they're t- touching on there is that that girl was going fucking nuts trying to. And I guess also it's not like, Though it is parallel to what is happening in China, it's more um, based off human, like yeah, yeah, normal yeah. human interactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's not like you know, if you murdered someone, then there probably should be a billboard about you. Like, yeah, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. But like, not if you cuss in front of an old lady or something, or like right? you fail yeah. to pay your traffic fine. Even like the fact that people get warrants for traffic fines. I mean, come on, right? Bro. Yeah. I may be on the I may be on the list next. <laughs> I got a, like a hefty toll tag fee I gotta oh, pay. Okay. It's past a hundred bucks now. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so if I if I go MIA, that's probably what happened to me. I'm at like an Antifa camp. Quick sidebar. You should just get the NTTX pass. Oh yeah, tag. Isn't it, it like only it, five bucks? No, it's like twenty bucks, one time fee, bro. One time fee your yeah. whole life? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. I, I think it's one-time one, one time fee, and then or, every, I think maybe yearly after that, you're paying like five bucks or something. But oh, like, yeah. you save so much money, man, and it yeah. takes care of it then and there. Like, And the tollways are nice. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably do that, but I don't, um, I don't like buy into stuff like that as easy as I should. I mean, I initially didn't think about it, but then like my brother put it like that also. And it also saves time. Like, you have access to it, you can bypass all of the quote-unquote chumps on the regular highway yeah (laughs) 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 i mean i'm one of those chumps so take that for right yeah (laughs) yeah 
But yeah, I mean, the normal things that that girl was doing, like being afraid to even cuss in public, is not something that should be, like, you know, yeah. thrown stones at for or whatever. But. Social conditioning. Yeah. When I was younger, like, the when I, it was like uh, a new novel, interesting, and like, you also know it was a wrong thing, or you were taught it was a wrong thing when people cuss. So, like, yeah. oh, yeah. So it's like kids um, your age, you're cussing, we're cussing me like, oh, so um, <laughs> here's a story. One time when I was in uh, intermediate school, did y'all have intermediate school or did you go to middle school? It's it like the same school. thing. Oh, yeah. Same deal. Okay. Yeah. It's um, fifth and sixth grade. Well, okay. We, yeah. Whatever. Right. <laughs> so um, when, when, how was your school system set up? Was it like? Uh, it, elementary was um kinder through fifth basically or like pre pre uh preschool to fifth, fifth and, and then, then six to eight and then nine junior. to twelve yeah. yeah okay so yeah ours was different ours went kinder preschool through fourth mm. and then fifth and sixth seventh and eighth and then hmm. high school did y'all have a freshman campus y- yeah uh they did have a fresh well it was a nine and a nine and ten campus Oh, freshmen and sophomores, yeah, yeah, and then juniors and seniors on the same one, in yeah. the same building. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If you go, I don't know how it is now, but whenever you did go to Midlothian, like they did have. So the campus was set up. You had like the old high school, and mm-hmm. then you had the new section, and the new section was for nine and ten, and then when you got to uh, eleven and twelve, you went over to the other building. Oh wow. Anyway, so yeah, I'm in intermediate <laughs> school, fifth grade, sixth grade. I don't, I can't remember which year it was, but um, something transpires at lunch where um, this girl was, I guess, for whatever reason, offending me, and I called her a bitch. Okay, right? uh huh. So <laughs> it's like first time I disrespected a girl, which I'm uh, sorry mm, to mm, all mm, the mm. ladies listening, <laughs> and um, first time I was like you know, probably used a curse word out of anger or whatever. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so, um, I get in trouble. The girl goes to tell or whatever. And then like, <laughs> um, the principal pulls me into the office and he's kind of like, what, what did you say to her? <laughs> and he's like, uh, I already know what you said to her. And you know, if you can say it to her, you can say it to me. <laughs> I was like, damn, I, I gotta, I can say the cuss word right in front of the principal too. So I was like, I called her a bitch. And then he was like, had the disappointed face or whatever. And then called in, <laughs> called in a female officer, what? which was just like, uh, was just like a coincidence that she oh. happened to be female. Okay. And well, like, you know, it's still weird that they call the cops. Right. Yeah. So this is what <laughs> even though it is campus security. Oh, it's campus or, well, security. Well, no. Okay. It's a real cop, uh-huh. but her job mm. is to be on the campus. Oh, right. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. like, I guess she wasn't like still a patrol cop, but right. she was like, you know, she's still school police. Yeah. yeah. She's still part of the police department. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So yeah, she comes into the office and she's like, you know, in some places, profanity's still a charge. You can get a ticket for using curse words. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I I did not believe that for a second. It's I was true, like, "But yeah, it's true." Yeah. Wow. Like what in public scenarios or like what? There, I thought. I I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. Just in law, I learned that. I think the only one that said you can't use profanity is when it's with uh like an official, like a sports official. 
I'm, mm, I, so I would I, I I would agree with that. Like yeah, if, especially like if you're at the pro level, like they're yeah. not gonna take that. Deal. You'll get like ejected or something. Right. Yeah. So um, I I want to say uh, like if if an official caught you like saying profanity, then like it would happen. But I don't think like someone to go and like run to the cops and say, ooh, uh, yeah, right. So and so cussed and yeah. blah blah blah. But like yeah, if so like um. For example, in Iran, like they have like religious police, so like for example, like they make sure like the men are properly dressed and the women are properly oh, dressed. Yeah. You so, said in Rome, uh, Iran. Oh, Iran. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's possible, like in a place like that, like they yeah. would also control speech in that way. Where church is still like what, the government, right? Exactly. Yeah. Where religion has like oh, okay, a, a but outsized influence here in our free states. Nah, here now, nah, forget about it. Okay, man. yeah, right, that's whack, man. <laughs> You're talking nonsense. <laughs> okay, but she, but she was trying to give me the impression that it was uh, okay, illegal yeah. in the United yeah. States She's of America. Smoke up your ass, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, she told me that I was like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't hilarious. think that's real, but. <laughs> Um, it's still a good thing to teach your kids, though. To I was like, just gonna you know, say, this is adults being adults. Yeah, right. <laughs> White life. Yeah, <laughs> but it's still a good thing to instill in your yes, kids. Yes, I would like, agree. Yeah, but I will say the amount of times, like, um, because you know I like work retail, and like if I'm talking to a customer, and it can still be in a professional manner that I say like, "damn" or like "fuck" or something, right? right? Exactly, and. It's more about, more so about like um, reading the conversation or just like the energies off. Like, ah, the yeah. Person that's There's like, definitely that too. Yeah. This person's gonna get more like understanding if I said something like that. I actually thought like I don't have to say, oh yeah, well the store is trying. Right. Like oh yeah, they don't give a damn about right, any exactly, of this. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. I could say that and they'll respect it mm-hmm. because that's the type of like weight those words also carry exactly yeah um you're using common parlance yeah to get fancy about it so you're using the language of the everyday person like you said you're just using the situation so like if you know like the person is gonna understand like you just talking informally like that then yeah you're doing a drop yeah that's true too easing the situation yeah another uh uh word to use that fits is called code switching Mm, yeah. Code switching meaning like you, you you change up your language and right. how you talk depending on who your audience is. But obviously the less extreme version of that. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're not gonna say ah they don't give a fuck about us. No, yeah, I'm not like, like nah. brother, what's right. up? No, man. <laughs> right, yeah, or, exactly. Like one love, you know. Right. No, I'm not doing all that. No, right. No, 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 yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, obviously you do that with, maybe with some uh, another audience, but you won't do it with this type of an audience. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, even to take it to like that extreme, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's obviously like culturally yeah incorrect yeah, yeah. now mm-hmm. yeah well not that it was ever correct in culture but you know like now people are calling other people out for that mm, like yeah, yeah unless i mean like you have a lot of like people who grow up there but you again that's another thing too yeah but again like those people aren't like trying to go out and pretend they're not anything right that yeah they're not either so and then also but like you can't because you can hear someone like you hear a white guy out in public and he's speaking like in code, like you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. they call it code what code switching, it? code switching or like, yeah, speaking in code, whatever. Well, it's like, not even that. It's just like the types of word like you use. So instead of like saying, hello, sir, you're going like to me, I'm going to say, hello, sir. I'm going to say, hey, what's up, man? Oh, what's right. On, yeah. Okay. So, so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. You're 
talking about it on a very like micro scale. Yeah. Like I see a dude that looks around my age. Yeah. I'm gonna say what's up, bro. Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna say, oh, hello, sir. Right. How can I help you yeah. find your wine yeah. today? Right. Right. Yeah. But um. There is still is like the mega scale where you got a white dude that's like trying to be like from the streets, but uh, like, you yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. from mm-hmm. the residential suburbs and <laughs> right. it's like, okay, like I get this, what you're around, but right. like, you don't, you know, that's not you. Mm, nah, yeah. So you don't have to like act yeah. like it, but take it down a notch. <laughs> yeah. But okay. you never know where people are from. No. And that is it, definitely something that rubs off mm-hmm. immediately. And this is like a thing like I have to constantly remind myself. Yeah. There's always like an example like that will happen like every few days or something that like reminds myself. You don't right. know where people come from. Like if people look at me working in the liquor store, they have no idea like what I've gone through or where like any like educational attainment, whatever. Yeah. So like you have no idea like just because a person works in a place like yeah you don't know what they've gone through to get there or right what, so. yeah so you can see a white guy yeah speaking like he's from the ghetto right and you're like oh, that white dude's no way he's from the ghetto but really he's from like the slums of baltimore or right. something yeah, where yeah. it's just like that's how they talk mm-hmm. there yeah just because it's a normal thing it's yeah. just accents exactly right? so love everyone no matter what mm-hmm. <laughs> don't just automatically assume that they can't be right. like in that situation the basic all-encompassing thing to achieve that is empathy yeah right so. like or even to just have like the empathy and like benefit of the doubt which i guess is yeah, just yeah. a form of that. empathy yeah. it's just like well maybe right you know yeah. and even if they're not what what do I gain or lose? Yeah, from exactly. It, right? There's also like, that. It, it's just like in the grand scheme of things, it could just be like a fleeting interaction for you, and like right. some people let that just like bend them all out of shape and stuff. Like, yeah. So like, for me, like if that does happen, like a negative instance, like I'll feel like bad, you know, like five ten minutes, and then yeah. like afterwards I'm good. So right, like, you're allowed to mope, but like don't dwell on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I just hit my head on the bookshelf. <laughs> oh, that was what that oh, yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. I just tilted my head in laughter and hit my head on my bookshelf. That you can't see because we failed doing the video. Do you think that people can feel the same way about their 9 to 5 job that influencers feel about Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, etc.? Yes. Yes, and that it's also probably for the person who's going the social media route a bit harder because like they always have to like well not always but like since you have all of that time like you need to like actually manage your time like but if you have like a nine to five you like you know you go in you Mm -hmm. clock in you do whatever task you need to do and then you're done right they're like they just have because of the it's the the nature of the job or the aspect of the job is like it's not like so task oriented mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. Yeah. You know, you're like putting out content, but right. like, and you got to do it. Right. But like, you also have to like generate the idea. So right. that's why like, they're always like constantly crowds. It's more rewarding. Like, there's also definitely that. Yeah. But it's also a lot harder work, but you just definitely more rewarding. But I mean, even though it's not a social slave, you can be a slave to the work. Let me, th- I'll preface it with this. Cause I don't know why I tiptoe around like the original idea. I just needed to like say it okay, out front. Do it. 
this girl that um my girlfriend Emily works with. Okay. Right. Um, another dude that she works with had to put his cat down uh-huh. the night before mm-hmm. or the day before he works overnight. So that day he's having to put his cat down all day, and he calls in at night. This is like for what we see as obvious reasons, right? right? Well, she asked that that girl say like, "Would you ever call in to like because your pet died?" Mm-hmm. And that girl responds, "No, like I know that I have a duty." to like be here and I have coworkers that I can't let down. Like I have to be. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah. I can see what. So in, uh, in her form, she's a slave to this corporate. Yes. Entity. That mm-hmm. means absolutely nothing. No. In the grand. Well, yeah. So yes, you're right. In this case, she is a social slave because she, her identity revolves around her job. Right. So there's a lot of, and pe- her, her sense of it's, it's the sense of reward. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you throw the you give the cat the treat every time he plays fetch. Yeah. And he's like rewarded. Mm-hmm. And now he's a slave to playing fetch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so since this corporate entity did so good and so well at stroking her off mm-hmm. to right. make her feel this sense of reward. Right. She's now a slave to right. them. So would you say the sense of reward is like specifically her paycheck? Or is it like other you know, aspects of the job? I think, or like her coworkers. I think honestly, there's still in the whole scheme, even from her perspective, there's never been a reward, and it's still more like that teasing that there is going to be a, a reward. Oh, she has but, some expectation, right? Or what I'm saying is that there's people that lack self confidence. Are easier to trick and crumble like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Because they have nothing else they like. Like, no, if, if you lack self confidence, like, please, like, I'm not ragging on you or anything. Like, I'm trying to maybe clear the light for you. But if you lack self confidence and you find yourself getting addicted to this thing that you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing meth every night? I just don't get it. It's because. You didn't ever find anything that you put at that pedestal mm. before in your life. Oh, that's a good You know point. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also at the same time, um, because they don't have the self-confidence, like, also, yeah, okay, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> you need to know yourself also. That's part of, uh, like, having yeah. self-confidence. Right, yeah. I, I heard something good about that today. I think it was, like, something to the point of, like, if you want to, change yourself you got to know yourself first and also like uh, another two on uh, also to that point if you want to love other people you got to know yourself as well yeah and know and love yourself yes which is like where it gets to it could get to like a phony state if you're yeah it can seem cheesy i agree like yeah it could get to a cheesy state right sure well uh I'm saying in like a phony state where I'm probably maybe guilty of this, where I'll be like uh, spreading like love yourself or love everyone, do this mm. like mindfulness uh, thing, but not practicing. What I'm you not practicing. Yeah, I'm not practicing yeah. what I preach. Right. Mm. So it's like you can get into that, and that's another thing for your ego to grasp grasp to, you know, mm-hmm. and which is um, in Buddhism the main. Fund like the main reason why 
one of the causes of suffering. I think they say there's like seven or something like that. Mm, this sounds uh, familiar, but I don't know. There's okay. causes of suffering, and one of them is clinging and grasping to things that cannot be cling and mm. grasped to. Yep, yep. Like I like we talked on episode one. Control yeah. the controllables. Why freak out about things you, you don't have any control over? Right. You're clinging to a thing that again, yeah. That you can't. Yeah, and in the end. There's nothing on the material world that you can cling and grasp to, you know? No, yeah. This, this won't follow me to the grave no matter how hard I hold on to it exactly. or how much I think about it. Right. It's not going to come with me to the grave or mm -hmm. beyond. Right. Um. So it's like when you lack that self-confidence, your ego is more eager to, like, feel the hole that it has in itself. Yeah, like uh, maybe one aspect would be like being a people pleaser. So in the case right, of yeah. like um, your girlfriend's coworker, like, yeah. like Oh, right. Yeah. She wants to please the people around her. Yeah. Or let's just say like the ultimate people pleaser situation is like you're lacking self-confidence. You're 16 in high school. All the dudes you see around you that have confidence in your eyes, at least, mm -hmm. is they're all smoking weed. Oh, and you're like, well, yeah. you know. That they're they're confident i'm not really that confident but they're like cool and i'm cool with them they they're like starting to like me but if i definitely smoke this weed that's definitely going to be it right if i definitely go to this job every day and i'm reliable they count on me these people are going to love me no matter what quote air right quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah, it's just a trap for, you yeah, know, I was just wondering, as you were saying like, yeah, people do that. But like, how do they fall into that mindset thinking that? Yeah, it's just I, it's just an, an egoic trap, I guess. You know, it's like mm. it's like that little devil in you that just doesn't want you to do like as really good as you could. Or I guess it's more comfortable. You know, it's it's more the comfortability of what you're doing the familiar familiarity of it. yeah it's like the because again like as human beings you know, yeah. change is not so easy and it's also another sign of like lacking self-confidence in yourself is like wanting to be comfortable in every situation you're in you know so it's just like you try to take that step out but if you take the first step to a mcdonald's and you get a high flipping burgers. That's <laughs> you maybe want to take like five more steps after that, yeah. right? You can't like take one step and be like, "Oh no. yeah, this feels great." If anything is a step, <clears throat> like you said, yeah, a stepping stone, a step yeah, further. Right. Along. It's not. It shouldn't be your landing point. Yeah, but complacency and like you know yeah. just being lazy or lacking self confidence. I mean, I'm right there right now. I'm in the middle of complacency. Right, but. In, in your terms, maybe for the better, right? It's like a one step back, two steps forward, potentially, right? Mm, this is true because, yeah, as a result of doing this, like, I met people who, like, now I have other opportunities. It's, but, right. like, I've not, yeah, it's just been slacking now, not taking advantage of the opportunity. But even you being aware of that situation going on in your life and in your head, is the first step out of it mm, okay you know because okay. you if you're and you put that more in your awareness it's gonna be there like it's your fucking wallpaper every mm, day gotcha and if every yeah, day yeah, you're yeah. like fuck i'm complacent no you're right Shit, it is. you know like mm -hmm. you don't want to dog on yourself too hard but if you put it in your awareness field 
more often. Yeah, so it did take like a month and a half, but I finally did get it done. So yeah. like now I can take advantage of that now. So yeah, like you said, it, it, it didn't happen like maybe as quickly or as, you know, I, who's who's to say what optimal is, but you know, it could have been the other done. Thing. It could have been done quick, more quickly. I agree, but like, yeah, it it is done now. So, comparison kills all self accomplishment, no matter what. Like, no matter what you're doing. Another thing I have to remind myself about. Yeah, if you if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's and you look across the street and that mom and pop shop is doing way more business than you. And you say, well, I'm just a fucking shitty McDonald's <laughs> grill guy, right? Like, like, you know? It, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, you can do better than that. Yeah. You know? What did I say at first? Oh, the comparison. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to compare yourself to that. If you were in a completely blinded state and the only thing in your universe was flipping burgers at McDonald's, you would feel bliss. Yes, you know that's true. One hundred percent. If that's your world, that that's all you know. So you don't know anything right. else. Right. But that being said, there's no. You let yourself bring these people or things into your awareness field that just don't need to be there because yeah. they're only there for the comparison aspect. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, because I can look at Joe Rogan and say, "Man, a billion dollars just to be on Spotify, like." Mm. I might as well just quit now. I'm never going to be that. Yeah, exactly. Like, but why would I quit? Like, yeah. this is what I like to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the other part of it is like, I don't know, maybe it's like the romantic in me or whatever. It's like, there's also like the story if like, you know, if it does happen. Right. The the Scarface story, for lack of a better term, started at the bottom, now at the top. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually never seen Scarface. Sorry, I've only seen it once, and I so like it's like a movie you only got to see once, yeah, right? <laughs> for sure. That that is true. Like, it's so over the top, man. But um, uh, yeah, that film is just like uh, I don't. Some people like they really idolize that like that that type of rags to riches story. I don't know right. why you'd want to live that type of rags to riches yeah. story, but like. I, cause yeah, there were people. I was like, yeah, hey, like, what's the deal? Like, people wearing like Scarface shirts and like, yeah, jackets and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's all about the rags. Well, everyone's doing stories. cocaine like, now. Everyone seems a little I, freaked out. Everyone <laughs> be a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, it is weird that like they fantasize that type of like lifestyle or like, like you said, that type of rags to riches story. But it's not like it. It doesn't have to be that way for everyone. And like. Just because that's what Al Capone wanted yeah. doesn't be that's what you want. Yeah, you know, I want to be smoking a blunt in fucking Washington State right now. Right, looking at the river. Oh, right. You That'd know, be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is anyone else doing that? And if they are, then I'm guilty of what I'm accusing people of. You know, but like people in Washington are doing it. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at, right at right now at this point, that is my goal, and like you know, I, I want to get there. Yeah. Right. Mm. But I don't. I'm not like saying I saw this dude do it, so I want to do it. It's like no, like that feels like some place I see pictures of, and I like want to be there. Would aspirational be the right term? Yeah, like aspirational. Like one day I want to be in Washington, not like living. I just right. want to go see it one day. Right? That is a goal that you have that you right, can yeah. accomplish. Right. Mm. 
I don't know. It's just pick good idols, I guess. Pick good idols and ideologies, and I guess you won't ever really find yourself trying to compare yourself to Al Capone and, you know, slinging cocaine. It's also hard, though, because, like, some people... Scarface is based off Al Capone, right? No. It's not? No. Who's it based? It's based off, like, some type of criminal, though, right? Uh, Or is he all fictional? I think it might be all fictional. I could be wrong, but I think it is. Anyways, comparison killed the cat, and it's not wrong. It's not right for you to always Mm -hmm. have these wrong idols. And oh, uh, I think I was gonna mention is like part of that also goes to um, how you teach your children. Like you gotta like teach them like appropriate like skills and things. Yeah, right. So like people skills. Yeah. That's what I said, like, um, I would want to homeschool my kid, but then, like, make him come to work with me or some shit, you know? To Don't where he's do that. Like- Don't do that. <laughs> I, I can already tell you that's going to fuck your kid up. Because people need to interact with people their own age. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess that's true, too. Uh, well, yeah, well, okay, well, then I have to, like, find a way for my kid to still be, like, so then, Interactive. like, you would have to get them involved in activities. That's what that means. Yeah. So like, be that sports or I don't know, whatever. But Right, fucking sports. I don't know if I can throw my kid through sports. No, well, you know how, like, parents can be with sports. So now you, but so you can uh, show them, like, whatever sport they're playing, like, and whatever skill that they need to learn, you can show it in, a, like, a fun way and not oh, yeah, right. be that douchebag parent. And also, like, when they're playing the game, and also, like, I envision myself, should it ever happen, like, if other kids aren't, like, doing so well, like, taking them aside and showing them. Because, you know, you already have yeah. that skill and knowledge base, so why not pass it on? Yeah. What's the deal of hoarding it? Especially, like, if kids want you see potential in things. And yeah. plus, they just want to have fun. And if, right. So if they know how to have fun doing it properly. Yeah, see, because, like, I'll kind of think about putting my kids through sports, and then I'm like, God, oh, they can get hurt whatever like so much shit can happen but then i think of like what sports like actually taught me like the good of it yeah exactly right? teamwork yeah team up, being whatever. on time to things yeah and then like all these little things and discipline for me a lot of it was that i i didn't have like a brother mm. or like I, I, well i had siblings they right. were all sisters right. though, but like <laughs> i didn't have kids in my neighborhood either so oh. it wasn't like I was I was still getting like outside interactions from like church probably and mm. like you know parks or every now and then but it wasn't like a daily interaction with like kids my age. Okay. Well like obviously in school. Right. But like weekend and summer mm-hmm. it was probably just like my sisters and me. Mm. And then so like when I started football it was like being around more people and then like you know you just get comfortable with them and then like right. you finally meet like friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that kind of prevents it's almost like a fail safe to being a loner, hopefully. Like, I mean, you still got like the loner <laughs> kids in like, you know, soccer and sports, mm-hmm. right? You still have these alternative hmm. kids, but. I don't know. If I think about it, like, I don't think there were like any loner. Maybe kids like thought I was a loner kid, but like, they could tell. I don't. Yeah, because like I was the loner kid, yeah. actually, now that I think about it. Like, well. It's just because I didn't have access to a car, but also I was totally fine with just like interacting them with them in school is just like yeah, going right. home and doing my own shit, like right, yeah. playing video games or whatever. Um, 
But for in your point, um, soccer mm-hmm. there's probably like what twenty people to the roster, like sounds about right. Twenty to thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then like in football. Oh you're yeah, talking about like how many yeah. people are on the football team? I think there is like a hundred. Yo, I think there is like sixty to a hundred is a safe. That, that bet. sounds about right because y'all right. have to take at least like two buses. Yeah, and everyone makes the team. Oh right, forgot about yeah, like, that. You don't not make everyone the team, right? Everyone makes the team. So then, like, I mean, it's obviously built up on varsity because if you got the seniors and then like. The senior, there's seniors and then there's seniors like me that like don't really get playing time, uh, but okay. they're still like out there, right? Uh, and then there's like the juniors that are like good, right. better than some of the seniors, <laughs> mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, there's sophomores, yeah. some sophomores, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got like a whole group of them and that's yeah. at least like 60 right there because, mm-hmm. you know, there's like, it's just how it is. I don't know why that is, but. Yeah. So what, I mean, what's that have to do with like the loaders and things though? But there's there's a higher population, so there's uh, op, there's oh there's five, bound to be yeah, a person like statistically that. Gotcha. there's oh, okay, more gotcha. chances yeah, yeah. for there to be loners. The loner in. type, okay. Because <laughs> I was even gonna say even if there was one single loner like you're saying, uh-huh. in football I feel at least that like they found the other three loners in the group, right? <laughs> and they became still their own little group. So in my eyes, it may be still like, even if you go to sports and you're still a loner, you're going to find the other loners there. And <laughs> I got you'll you. be yeah, fine yeah. either way, right. right? The weirdos are going to find the weirdos yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I got to like start brainstorming places to take my kid to like figure out what, what the best places are. Well, also like you can just like fucking take your kid to the museum or the zoo and stuff. Like that's great interaction. And yeah, and that's great. Like Also, oh, I just it just occurred to me like, those things have like uh, children's programs and things. So right, as a result yeah. of like getting them in there, like they're interacting with that. Yeah. And then not to have the herd mentality, but that's also like a good, good places to go to learn like yeah. public, you know, standards or like, Oh yeah. yeah. See standard, how people act properly. Yeah. Whatever. This is how you act in public. <laughs> right. right. Like, cause there's probably little kids screaming, but there's not like, middle-aged kids screaming no. like down the right yeah, museum yeah, yeah. hallways or nah. whatever yeah, yeah yeah of course you'd have like maybe that's why the library is meant to be quiet they want you to like know how to act out in public public too hmm. and because people are reading obviously but you know yeah still. you don't want to be distracting the way you act in a library though is how you should act if you're like in a like a public office Mm, that's generally like, true depending on the situation but yeah like if it's not like a call center type thing then yeah, yeah it's generally well if you're in quiet. a if you're in a waiting room oh yeah, yeah yeah the the standard procedure would be to be quiet like don't be on the phone or watching like a youtube video out loud like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah act like you're, you're in not a library gonna be, yeah you're not gonna be outwardly well yeah but then you also have people who people just like who are, be yeah. loud as fuck <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah But yeah, fucking kids seems like a lot. And then I was—I've been thinking recently that having kids is like almost putting your stake in the world. Like you have to be able to see the world and be like, "Yeah, you know what? I could throw another one of me in here and teach it a good lesson and raise it to be beneficial to this society." See, 
you're thinking about it the right way. The right way. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot of people, <laughs> just like, they're just like, let me just oh, like, I want to put the- cute clothes on it. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're, yeah, you're coming at it the right Look way. Look at these little Jordans. He could be wearing them and he could, you can get matching ones. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, but also he has like a 30% chance of dying in a fucking school shooting now. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Brought back to ground. wonder if that is a statistic they have out now. And if not, that needs to be something they're showing on CNN. Likelihood of being shot in a school shooting. A school. Because obviously mm-hmm. when we were going to school, a lot lower. And like, because all you would have heard of is like Columbine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like the one in right that was the standard that was the one the one yeah yeah. and now it's like the one this month the one last month Mm. the one last week yep the one this week you Mm. know Mm -hmm. there's so many that i'm i'd put i'd wager 16 percent. i honestly have no idea but again that just brings another point it's like why the fuck would you want to have a kid and bring it into this environment right like you what kind of traumatizing think about is okay that? so or maybe you could do and that's another argument for homeschooling but break it down to the micro think of it as like a bird having a having a kid laying its egg mm-hmm. it wants to make sure that the environment that that egg is going to be laid in mm. is perfect yeah in the right spot built the right way as safe as possible and us as humans aren't doing that no Unless you are someone who is, you know, like benefiting society in that grand scale. Right. And you're yeah, like, that's a great you point. feel like, comfortable. You would think in like a society like ours, that would be a thing you'd strive for. But right. They're in some cases actively working against it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? And obviously excluding all accidental pregnancies and right. like, you know, just people being dumb or whatever mm. however you get pregnant right. we're obviously excluding you if this isn't just like you're just having a kid because you want a kid but you don't really understand like what it means right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah you we aren't nurturing the environment no, no, no. of these children no yeah, near exactly. enough yeah and on top of that the people that were trusting to even try to do that teachers mm. and school people you're not paying them enough. No, yeah. To want to be motivated to do that. Yeah, you. And on top of that, like you're putting undue, unnecessary burden on top of them to right. try and accomplish the job that yeah, they need to. The do. teachers aren't the parents. No. They don't need to be like telling kids yeah. like things to do or like how to treat other people, right? Like I don't know. That's. But the, yeah, that's another thing that it's turned into is like society has like given up uh, or or. Parents have given up a lot of their role and like are putting that expectation on other parts of society. So in this case, like teachers and things, yeah. expecting them to pick it up. So I heard this. Have to. I heard this um, school board member from from Dallas County. I think she was on the radio and um, she was some something related to schools in Dallas County. She said that too many people are having kids too young to where you see that kid and that's your homie you know that's your friend y'all are gonna go everywhere together like i'm 18 it's one what's up like we got another 60 years out here Mm -hmm. 
but it's like no you're the parent to this life that is gonna become you one day and like yeah. you know mm-hmm. if you treat it like oh yeah he'll get it on his own i don't care like yeah exactly whatever like yeah. you know they'll figure it out they, that carefree they, attitude yeah exactly. i figured it out when i was their age they'll do it too like i don't have to be their parent for that yeah like that's not how it, it works no, that's right not how it works yeah <laughs> like the the birds watch the mama bird fly in and out of the tree for weeks and then they're like okay yeah you know i could i could probably do this but if you're a parent and you're not even showing that kid that like something can support it or like a, an example of how to support itself mm-hmm. then like how are you even going to you know expect it to be anything yeah i agree yeah the, again it's a responsibility it's not just like uh i don't know like yeah just people think it's just like some carefree thing yeah sometimes. people having kids too young yeah you don't get time to like even have these realizations mm-hmm. that is even probably still like past like too young for my age now to even like you know obviously 23 year olds probably aren't like thinking about this mm, i would i would say most there's ma- probably some yeah the mature ones are definitely but they can't like most people aren't putting themselves in position to think this critically about it would be a more fair thing to say mm, like or you, maybe they maybe. are and like because they're like having well also just as a quick aside apparently uh like Zoomers are having like less sex and things also. Oh yeah, you saw what Elon Musk was saying. I don't know, but this was unrelated to Musk. This was some other stat, but yeah. Elon Musk said that the um, like the generational, like what was he saying? It like for a generation to replace itself, we've been under those numbers for the past like twenty years. Hmm, where I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> And that's exactly what you're saying. Like, people are just having less kids because they're like, yeah, this is kind of shitty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, do, uh, does anyone deserve this? <laughs> <laughs> right? No one deserves this. No, it's terrible. Yes. I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be a while. Oh, for sure. Or, obviously, if I, I'd have to be more than financially stable enough to even, like, try to nurture my kid in the proper society you know yeah yeah because if you have enough money then like theoretically in a really sheltered life you could possibly keep the kid from the scum part of like society even well but you don't really want to though because you need like you need the grist you know yeah you need to yeah be able to quote unquote uh have street smarts right you still need it somehow so yeah nothing's perfect you can't do anything the right way it's just hopeless to even try to perfect it so the one way i would say is uh, to allow your kid to have street mart street smarts is to give them independence but like stop talking to them when they turn 18 comfortable (laughs) (laughs) kick them out (laughs) figure it out yourself bro yeah you give them independence and um you give them like safe independence. So like mm-hmm. let them go like hang out with friends, but like just tell them like, I'm going to be over here and you guys can do whatever. Here's the stuff or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or, um, also like parents need to like 
pay attention to their kids. Like, if you realize <laughs> your kids are mature and they don't fuck up, like, go and let them do shit. Yeah, right. Don't, like, keep them caged. Yeah. Because, like, if then, like, it's going to take them even longer to figure that shit out. Yeah. And they're going to figure out with someone they don't know. Yeah, it could potentially be, like, a negative thing. Yeah. yeah. Really negative. Yeah. Kids. Society. I think it's all failed anyways. I'd like to know the statistics I mean, around it's school shooting. It's not doing well. It's not it's doing not, well at all. It's not failed. I mean, we can turn it around. We can turn it around. Um, in our generation or not. Uh, I don't know. If there's the will, we can definitely do it for sure. Yeah. I want to be hopeful because y'all Zoomers are like very influential and shit. So yeah. It, it, so am I like, consider a Zoomer? Uh, well, yeah, I think so. Kids coming up in the COVID era. Is that what, is that what Zoom is referring to? Because technically I'm not a millennial. You're a millennial. I'm definitely a millennial. Because you were being, you were alive and like conscious I at had, the turn of the century. I was analog and internet. I, yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We had the Walkman, we had the cassette decks. Yeah, see, that's a millennial talking. <laughs> We're not millennials, guys. We're Zoomer, some different type of breed. According to Google, Zoomer is used to refer to members of Generation Z or people born in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yep. So That's me. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> all laid bare. Zoomers. We're having less kids, but it doesn't seem like it with all the people I see in from my high school oh, having yeah. babies. Mm. Oh, um, so there's also that going on. Like, mm, You can fill me in on whether this applies to them as well, but apparently like, people who have attained higher education tend to have fewer or no kids versus people of lower educational attainment. So, right, because they're fucking nerds. I don't know what I necessarily. <laughs> they don't how get that laid. <laughs> Maybe, um, but I don't necessarily know exactly how that works out that way. But yeah. I don't know. Would you, do you? But do you honestly think that it would correlate to something to have to do with like the amount of free time they get? Um, that might be an aspect of it, but, but not the main one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that's the main aspect of it. So. Maybe it is that just like more intelligent people, if that's what we're like basing the intelligence right, yeah. off of mm-hmm. in this scenario, right? Um, that they realize that it isn't the safest or smartest idea to have a kid. That's right what I now. was thinking, also. Yeah, right. just given the general circumstances of things, yeah, it's not necessarily worth it because it just take it like to a granular like um, level. It's an investment if you think about it in that scheme, yeah. in the most like sanitary of sense. Uh, right, like like what I was yeah. saying, like you gotta, you're adding like an extra stake yeah. into life where exactly. you're like, this like you is said, either like, gonna do good, right, or hopefully only do good is what you want. Exactly, right? like if you're gonna g- produce an offspring, make that offspring like a productive member of society who's gonna like help out society do yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like. That fucking dude had it right. There's a fucking, there's a Netflix doc docu series or whatever on Netflix, and it's called Eat, Pray, Keep Sweet. No, 
Keep Pray Love. What am I talking about? It's called Keep Sweet and Obey. Keep <laughs> Pray Love. I can't believe I just did that shit. I don't. I've never even seen that movie. Okay, it's so called. What's it called? <laughs> called eat pray love it's a movie <laughs> it was a book first <laughs> it's called uh keep sweet and obey and this guy oh, is okay. like a real fucking bible thumper dude that's like in his interpretation of the bible he has sister wives or whatever right oh, okay but his ultimate demise which is obviously still loony but if he has as many kids as he can with as many females as he can they can all be perfect, like, quote-unquote, perfect members of the society to help build him up to a higher, like, peak, right? Okay. And so that's, like, that's the whole extremist side of the the very, like, minimal point we're trying to make here, right? Oh, to okay. where, like, you do kind of want to, like, recreate yourself in a better way to be a better part of society, but, but this dude wanted to recreate himself to serve 50 him, times. Right, to serve himself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he had it right, though. We should go join his cult. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's the wrong idea. <laughs> Christian cults are definitely the last cult you probably want to join because for some reason it gets even weirder over there. <laughs> okay, let me see. Oh, yeah. We can about wrap this up. If you had anything you want to put out there to the world, oh, Hmm. we can we can play you a song too. Okay. If you want to like add any closing notes, go ahead and do it. I'm gonna hook up the computer real quick. Mm, No, that's all I got. It's been real. Let's do it again. This is Vulcan by Shogun on Apple Music, requested by the Suvin Kanchi on the Walking Home podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, it's real now. Let's speak out. Fuck your weak views. Take two minutes to peer from my optics. I'm feeling the making a killing, feeling filling up my pockets. Masking like full pause for the profit. No religious affiliation, man, stop it. Half cold grey, half monstrous. How you gonna stop this? I don't need to talk first once I drop this in the stove and I work a slow gig. You wanted to do to my floor. You look a little time at all. It's a sitting scrubber notes and now you missed. Still make it apparent this. As if for the gold I was born in 97. So fuck your profession. Don't know where my head is. Treasure forever. Just for my don't search. Smoking organic. I'm making you panic, man. Fuck all that peace chat. But they got out. Rather tap, tap, tap. Speak up, I speak his line. Got your virgin arm telling us you don't need a man. So what does that mean? I've been a little bit fucked lately. And I don't wanna be another stereotype. I gotta go. What man is really fucked? Eighty years old. Thinking about in my life I don't give a fuck for your judgment You're lucky I only throw punches When I rape So fucking safe we shall admit it This ride is scripted I'm not talented or gifted The upcoming I'm just obsessed with stressing Fucking running for my lifestyle That I'm hated by the way But I pushed everybody that ever meant anything to me I rage is wanted to get my dick sucked